You're gonna go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing you saying Tom Cruising with a bitch. <laughs> nah, I'm just Tom Cruising today. Tom Cruising with the stew. Clearly look like Tom Cruise. You, God, Ooh, the French Adidas model. Is Honestly, back at it again. I think he's about to make it. <laughs> he's about to make it into the who knows into the model industry. Who knows? God is great, man. God is great. That's what I've learned. God is great. He did create two beautiful human beings right here, and the Two Am Podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, that was. I mean, of course, thank God for it. But I, I also created. <laughs> well, this we Just, created it through him. Yeah, through the will. Through oh. the will <laughs> of <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, so we just finished a, a very interesting movie. I'm surprised it was your first time watching it. You know what's funny? It mm. took me three fucking days to finish that movie. By the way, it's The Last wow. Samurai with Tom Cruise. I watched 75% of it the first day. Mm-hmm. Came back the next day. <laughs> was interrupted by a phone call. Had to leave. Yeah. So I watched only 10%. Of the movie that day, and then finished it the third day. How how did you like it? Honestly, I loved it. I think uh, that type of movie is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I there there's a lot of inspiration that I take from it, especially with Japanese culture, and to watch the story arc of, um, Tom going from like typical Western man yeah. doesn't appreciate mindfulness or the Japanese lifestyle to the point where he basically dies for it mm-hmm. or is willing to die for it. Yeah. And just becomes a part of their society. Like that's super cool. To it's me. amazing. I would like to point out first and foremost that it's actually refreshing to watch a motion picture like that. Mm-hmm. The idea is genius. Um, it's unheard of these days, I would say. Was it based on true stories? I mean, listen, anytime someone says that, it's maybe just like one t- minor detail that was true like a dude yeah. somewhere but it's never 100% true yeah so obviously like they had to study the culture and just kind of mm-hmm. you know solve what honor meant to the japanese and then just go from there mm-hmm. just implement that stuff because it still had a very patriotic vibe too like it was tom cruise and of through course. the hills of japan you he know he is america <laughs> That man is the definition of patriotism. Yeah. And Scientology, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Um, yeah. There's a lot to take from that movie. And it was I, I love how it started with complete ignorance. Yeah. Of the matter. Mm-hmm. But then he brutally gets annihilated. Which was I, I think the beating of him kind of was the introduction of him submitting uh, to his curiosity more mm. and actually exploring the Japanese culture. I mean, towards the beginning, what really stood out to me is uh, that scene where the wife who Tom killed her husband, mm-hmm. where the wife is taking care of him um, and he asks for sake. Yeah. Remember that moment? I believe and it so. shows it shows the difference between like how the average Western man treats Alcohol, for example, compared mm. to the average Japanese man. Mm. It's like the Japanese approach it with respect, moderation. But for, I mean, for the Western audience, it's more of they just abuse it. Because yeah. they're trying to escape from something. They're trying to uh, use it as a crutch. It's so a crutch. Far. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a crutch. 
and we see that we we model that actually. Yeah, and it's crazy you know? to see the difference. <sighs> it's such a shame that that's how it is, but I'm glad that Tom Cruise got to see it. <laughs> okay, because yeah. first of all, whipping out a sword, unheard of. Man, like man to man battling, so badass. Yeah, think of this. You look at any like hood clips page on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you notice? You'd be like, oh, like this fool like wanted to uh, like beat the crap out of this fool. Mm-hmm. And you well, know I- what? That fool showed up alone and they start fighting alone. But then like 18 people just start showing up. Yeah. And just beating the crap out of him. And then obviously he gets destroyed, sometimes even killed. Which is just so cowardly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you're with. If if your boy is about to fight somebody, it's mm-hmm. a one-on-one battle. Exactly. You're not trying to gang up on somebody yeah. and potentially kill them. Unfortunately, meet me outside means there's more room for all of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> meet me outside so I can actually have a chance with my 14 other yeah. homies. Not meet me outside so we can break the rules and not have to deal with company laws. It's so stupid. You know, let's take this outside of Walmart, for example. <laughs> Can you imagine Which two you dudes, have, like, two dudes beefing with each other step out of Walmart? <laughs> they go to one another's car and just pull out real samurai swords. Oh my god. Lower prices, lower <laughs> IQ. Shit's about to go down. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. What was the biggest yeah. lesson you took away from that movie? The biggest lesson is to um, don't be ignorant. Mm. That's the clearest message I can come up with, at least. Uh accept more things even if you're opposed to them yeah right so a lot of a lot of us have that fear instilled in us where we're told like you gotta like uh like the other side is not like this side Mm -hmm. so you gotta stay away from it Mm -hmm. but then the rebellious people will always just be curious and peep through the other side Mm. and then see you know and then one side or the other is gonna get angry if someone goes to the other side and I don't know, man. It's just, it's so, it's so bizarre. It is. To see how uh, closed off someone can be, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that there is another side, but does he even care about what's inside? He just knows it's awful and we have everything here. Yeah. That's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair at all. I don't know. I think the biggest takeaway, I mean, there are a lot of takeaways that can be, uh, can be found in that movie, but. The I think it was towards the end of the movie where mm. they talk about like not losing um, touch with who you are. Mm. That's a big one because I think a lot of people start out, uh, or we can take the example of being a child transitioning into um, an adult. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people who lose that childhood curiosity, all that good stuff, the wonder, the awe. Yeah, but there are many avenues you can take that that topic in. Uh, it's, but I think it's a bit murky. Like it's it's wake. It's also no. It's it's just more like it's waking up every day knowing that this can be your calling to die today, right now in in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Even you don't know. You don't know, and it comes with so much peace. Yeah, like I'm about to die today, but peacefully. Like you're almost submitting to it. It's honor. You're just going with the flow. You're just going with the flow. And, Whatever happens, and, happens. You know what? If all your friends die and you're the only one that survived. You get up and you walk back knowing that there's going to be another war. There's going to be another day for you to have your chance to die. So people are basically in line to die. Mm-hmm. Most of them young. It's crazy. 
Like that's a whole different type of mentality. And of course they know that that's true. It's mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, that's what they signed up for. I mean, you don't go into, you don't sign up for the army and expect to not die, Yeah, at least back if, then. Yeah, and if you do, it's the National Guard. Like you just, <laughs> you know, you get a check, so you act like it. Get a check and work out. <laughs> Run some drills. Yeah, watch the walls. Um, <laughs> watch the walls? Yeah. Just stare at a wall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you for serving. But that's not the point. We're trying to relate it to uh, mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> because it is intense. It's very brutal, especially when uh, you have to take your own life, too. Oh, dude. I mean, that the, part. The cultural tradition and what's the word for it? The rituals behind everything. Mm-hmm. Like to be, can you imagine taking out your sword because you've lost to the enemy? You feel so much shame, but at the same time, you feel a lot of honor for fighting for your side. You take a samurai sword and just step, put it right through your stomach. Mm. That is your final goodbye. While looking at everyone in the eyes. Like that to that takes soul. some balls, yeah. man. That's, um, that's brain power. That's a different type of brain power. For sure. That's spiritual power. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah. And that is the first Satori of the day. <laughs> the first Satori. <laughs> I don't like the way uh, you sound, boy. Me? Your tone of, tone of voice. My tone of voice, huh? Sounds very depressing today. <laughs> I actually got really, really bad sleep last night. Which is uh, crazy because I still have things to do, right? As we all so do. You, don't, yeah. you, you can't stop whether you like it or not. Gotta keep moving. Yeah. So thankfully, it's not a depressive state. You gotta say that, at least. I'm just very. Um, You'll be in bed in a few hours. I feel very heavy today. Yeah. So I feel like my voice is just heavier. But yeah, tone, man. Tone is something I've been thinking about a lot. Really? And tone is, is things we hear in a lot of things, like on the daily music, mm-hmm. TV. The room you're in. The park. Yes. Everything. The whole world. Human interaction. Yeah. Um, Even silence. Silence has a tone. Does it? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the tone of silence? I don't think I can define it. But the tone of silence is there. It's something that I can point out to you if we're ever in silence. Which. Let's try it right now. All right, hold on. How does that feel? I don't know if you can put a tone to silence. Isn't silence the tone of silence? Tone is derived from a feeling. Okay, is it? Is that true? Yes. Tone is derived from a feeling. Okay, in that case, I would just say calm. Okay. So when you look at something, it has a color. Mm -hmm. Even if it's black and white, it's still black or white. Yeah. Okay, we have... A multitude of colors <clears throat> and same goes for uh, for sound mm-hmm. anything that's audible it all has a tone it's 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 the color of the sound is Think of tone it is tone more about just picking up on the subtleties like reading in between the lines yeah i can try to give you an example Imagine, I'm going to come up with a phrase real quick. Mm -hmm. This phrase. 
I like acai bowls. Okay. Right? Now, what if you were talking to someone and I interrupted and said, I like acai bowls. It's a very does, arrogant tone. There you go. Yeah. Place, you can have the same set of words being placed into different tone sets and it will be perceived differently. Mm-hmm. Why don't get angry with me? You know, <laughs> we're getting all defensive, yeah. bro. I don't care if you're like us. Like your response is going to change depending on on how your receptors just took it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could be very offensive sometimes. And I don't think people appreciate mm-hmm. that too because it's something that we evolved. Like we evolved the capacity to do that mm-hmm. over millions of years. Like that's not something that you're just. It looks like you're just. Well, technically, we're just born with it, but. Yeah we had to go through a very long process in order to understand those little mm-hmm. details and pick up on those subtleties. Yeah. And tone, tone's going to be different for every language too. Uh, for, for the sake of not having a 13-hour episode, we'll keep it at English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, you can speak Arabic if you want. I, yeah, but it's, it's going to have a separate tone. That's the thing. We're going to dive into a different world. Well, that, actually, speaking of Arabic, that's why I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of... Um, non-Arab people think Arab people are are menacing like when they speak. Yeah. It's a very aggressive tone. It sounds very aggressive. Like we it's have penetrating. Aggressive, we have aggressive letters. Yeah, it sounds like just needles coming out of our mouth, you know? <laughs> sounds like we're just going to attack all day. Yeah, but it's just, it's, I mean, we have a lot of S's, the mm-hmm. Oh my God. Those the are, That would freak, yeah. freak some white people out. <laughs> the A's, you know? Like, like all that. The A's. Yeah, like we have some aggressive letters. I'm not going to lie we to do. you. We do. We do. And, but like I love it. I love it because I know what it is, and I've studied it. So it's of kind of course, like, of course, it's poetry to me. But like, if you take Persians, for example, the way they speak, the Farsi, it's like it's very welcoming, very warm. Uh, it's poetic. Yeah. See, that's when it starts becoming dialect. Mm-hmm. Okay, and dialect shapes tone as well. Mm. So we have Iraqis too. That's one of my favorite Arabics. <laughs> to be completely honest, it's just very Iraqis. It's just very um. Like what? Very fluid, very smooth. Okay. Just can you try kind to, of like? Can you uh, try to like put try a sentence? Um, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really how it often say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just very. It's a dance. Mm. It kind of. It's all connected. Okay. Just kind of like a, just imagine a nice little wave. The wave. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm not do it. <laughs> but yeah, so you see how everything is gonna. Everything has a part in in playing and playing out the tone. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting when when someone isn't aware of their tone. That's a whole different thing. It's more unconscious yeah, to them, and yeah. it's usually gonna happen a group function. Mm-hmm. Um, where let like let's just say someone thinks they're joking. But it sounds very aggressive. And then they start laughing, but their face was serious for a second. So <laughs> you're trying very, to yeah, play it off well. That gap between confusion is just so out of this world. Like you're like, I, don't, I, I really can't read you right now. Yeah. That's where an and awkward moment comes in. That's when tone is, is a huge thing because you got to fit what you're, what you're saying mm-hmm. almost, you know? Okay, here's, here's a question though. Is tone strictly auditory? Can you portray tone in um, an edited picture? Well, 
I think tone also follows uh, body language. Yeah. So the first thing we do is we see. So mm-hmm. we're using visuals. We Starts s- visually. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how you get the initial introduction tone. What if you were at the library studying and you he- someone's asking you a question behind your back? You're going to perceive it based off of tone. You're going to take it negatively and then look. And if they're smiling, you're going to be like, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're saying it's not it gonna negatively, say it right. yeah. yeah. You're going to be like, why did I perceive it as negative? Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were smiling and I just don't get it are they mocking me are they in a bad mood what's going on mm-hmm. um, but yeah we always look for uh, body language first but that also does shape tone because um, if you slouch a lot you'll get to see like a, a person kind of just like cracks their voice more or it falls very, yeah the confidence isn't there mm-hmm. but if they're if they wake up on a good day and then you see like their chest is out and very loud, very, very loud, clear. very, you know, they're not afraid to laugh the loudest either. Yeah. It shapes everything else. Like it's shaping their body language as well. Mm-hmm. And I have this, uh, I believe, but just based off my own experience, that if you talk to yourself out loud, and let's just say you ha- you're having like a terrible morning, not a terrible morning, but like just not your morning. So today. whatever. Like uh, I don't want to do yeah. anything today, but I have so much to do. Yeah. And I don't know how to get through it. Uh, talk to yourself, but not in your head. Like you actually talk to yourself and just be mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, not like just, one of those cheesy. Just pump yourself up. Yeah. Not, not a cheesy Tony Robbins moment where you yeah. look in the mirror and you look at yourself and you're like, like you're going to do well today. Yeah. You're going to be the best. You're going to do well today. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Tony Robbins is Poppins. That's what's good. Yeah. No, not like that. It's just more like, uh, what's his name? Leo. Forgot his last name. Which one? From selfactualized.org. Oh, Leo Gura. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. If you guys don't know him, check him out. Um, it's uh, selfactualized.org. Or actualized.org. Actualized.org? Yeah, yeah actualized.org. Um, he has a great podcast as well. Very, very. Super. Basically in-depth. gold. He, he covers Golden everything. Information. Yeah. He covers absolutely yeah. everything. Um, but his. He always says this. He said the positive affirmations. Okay. Positive affirmations. I can tell myself that I'm a millionaire all day, right? Yeah. Just, just to like believe it mm-hmm. or whatever it takes to kind of like pump yourself up. Mm-hmm. Be like, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. Like if you say it like that, what do you think is? Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. You can say it a million times and it'll just, it'll barely get there. But if you go, I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. Compared to, I'm a millionaire. And what you're doing there is you're adding an emotion to the yeah, affirmation. You're adding, which a, makes all the yeah, difference. Yeah, you're spicing it up with confidence. You're spicing it up with like assertiveness. Mm-hmm. You're 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 being so adamant with it, and consistent and persistent, which are all traits an eventual millionaire yeah, would which have. All is just positive, 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 positive. You're putting positive toppings on us mm-hmm. on this Sunday of <laughs> on this Sunday of affirmations. <laughs> Yeah. You know, sometimes you you got to just make like a banana and split, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like what I what I really want to just get across is that tone, tone goes a long way. No, of course. And I think it's something that you need to just test yourself with because who knows? Like I I know, like I've talked to people where um 
I, I, their tone could be worked on. Mm -hmm. You know, like their tone is very down here, just kind of like, yeah. And I noticed a lot of it's just flat, like it's just so flatlined and monotoned, and there's nothing really going on. But we always hear about the customer service voice being fake, so we avoid that too. That's stupid, because we need the customer service voice. Mm -hmm. It's gonna make people feel up high, you know, especially when you're trying to solve a problem. Yeah, you know. Like if it sets the mood for the yeah, room and the interaction. If you see two people fighting in a parking lot and then you go, you know, you you casually walk over there, first of all, you're like, hey, guys, stop. You know, that's one piece of tone. OK, you're going to perceive it differently than what I'm about to say next. Yeah. But then I run over there. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, guys. You guys are better than this. Yeah, why are you very guys, like submissive? Yeah, why like... are you guys fighting? That's a kind of like a customer service voice like we mentioned earlier. But. Mm-hmm. It has a different like effect. Every mm-hmm. single tone is going to have a different effect. We can also think about storytelling. Yeah, that's a that's a crucial skill that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people could develop. And yeah, it's more of understanding how to play around with your tone, like pausing for dramatic effect, mm-hmm. uh, raising up your voice when something crazy happens, mm-hmm. lowering your voice when it's more of like a let's say whispering yeah. dialogue or something. We have mood, tone, feeling. And atmosphere. Are mood and atmosphere different? They all these are different. They're different, but okay, they all fall into the same bubble. Yeah. So it's like a brainstorming bubble. We have the the main um, sequence or mm-hmm. scene, and then it just dissects into mood, tone, and it's all using color, audio, what editing, yeah, cinematography, whatever, you, whatever you want. Sometimes even performance. Mm. And yeah, that's kind of where I get this from. It's just you realize that we live, we do live life kind of like a movie in a sense. It is a movie. I, it is a movie. And I think the the faster that you realize that, the more fun and enjoyable it'll be. It'll be more of a ride. Like every day you wake up like today is a day. Like a day consists of one ride. Mm-hmm. And you get one ride a day for the rest of your life. That's a lot of rides. Yeah. So enjoy it. <laughs> and it's grounded in the understanding yeah. that you're in control. Like mm-hmm. you can play around with the mood. You can play around with the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, That's you can why set it up as good. you want. Yeah. You are creating that mm-hmm. on your leisure time. Like that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Little, little sidetrack. I have a question for you. Sure. Is ignorance bliss? <laughs> and I, I can give my answer first if you, if you want to think about it I would like to say first of all my initial thought yes ignorance is bliss initial thought yes okay well, I partly agree with you I think there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a few things that we can dive deeper into mm-hmm. I think ignorance is bliss in the short term for stupid people hmm because by definition, stupid people don't think about things thoroughly. Yeah. They, they only, they focus on the surface. Um, but for the more intelligent people and wiser individuals, I feel like ignorance is more of a problem. It's, it's like something they're trying to run away from by being curious. Because they understand that ignorance, if you're ignorant about health, that could lead to disastrous consequences in the form of mm-hmm. a heart attack or cancer, mm-hmm. as an example. Uh, ignorant about money, you could be broke. Um, 
all sorts of problems arise from that. Yeah. So it's more of like the the higher the higher level of men, like the better you're able to think, mm-hmm. uh, you begin to understand that ignorance is something that you will always have. You'll never know everything about every subject under the sun. But it's more of like you become as curious as possible to make sure that you get rid of ignorance on the big things mm-hmm. um, so that you put yourself in a nice position. Yeah, I mean, the way I picture it is kind of like ignorance. Ig- ignore the things that are shaping your career or like things that like are considered like an enemy within your career. I wouldn't say personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I think that's, there's, you need to make sure that there's a split there. Like your personal life is like untouched with that. Yeah. Because, um, I believe that we're all built with great hearts. Uh, we need, we just need to find it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some of us have been blessed to, you know, get the guidance, proper guidance at a young age for us to find out we're good people based mm-hmm. on our heart. Right. And. Yeah, so I would leave that out. Like, that's, I would leave that for personal. But I'm saying, like, if you are a shark in the business world, okay, there's no greater feeling than having, you, you're going to need some sort of bliss. And the only bliss you're going to get within the small windows throughout the day, <laughs> you're going to need that. You're going to need that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I understand the asshole qualities that, that are going to come with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you need it. It's just more like, it's so alpha. <laughs> it's very so do you mean ignorance? I understand it. Do you mean ignorance in the sense that, let's say your employees are doing the work and that you don't need to know every single detail, and then through that you can find moments of peace, where you're like everything's taken care of. I don't need to necessarily know everything, mm-hmm. but you just go with it. Maybe like that, but also, I mean, but what is ignorance though? Is it ignoring everything? Or is it ignore like ignorance usually these days is related to racism? I think because racism is from ignorance. Like we we don't want to learn about it or we gotta search up definitions here. Yeah. I mean there's I can think of like several ways to define ignorance. So lack of knowledge, education, or awareness. That's the first definition that popped Hmm. up. That could also be the definition of stupid, by the way. But, <laughs> but yeah, ignorance. Okay. I think, I lack mean, you knowledge. have to. Yeah, so that's why it's linked to racism because it's just more like you have the, it's the lack of knowledge causing you to be, to come up with misconceptions mm-hmm. and stereotypes. Yeah, it's that. And then, but I think when you're thinking about racism or let's say being very dogmatic about having a bad diet. Mm-hmm. That's more, that's where you get into territory where it's willful ignorance, where you understand that there are things that you could learn, but you're not willing to take a look at them because you're quote unquote happy and satisfied with your current lifestyle. So there's plain ignorance where like, I'm not an astrophysicist. I don't know shit about physics or astronomy, Mm -hmm. but I only focus on myself. Yeah. And I only focus on whatever's in my peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Everything else is washed away. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. That's where I would take, that's where I agree in a sense, especially in a building stage. 
I wouldn't live my entire life motto. That wouldn't be my life motto at all. Like, mm-hmm. just ignorance is bliss. Hell yeah. Like, I'm, that's what I live by. No. <laughs> It'd be a very stupid thing to live by. Yeah, which is why I said partially yes, like, initially. Yeah. Because I, I agree, but I also disagree in some parts. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense um, to be completely ignorant. <laughs> which, funny enough, an ignorant mind would usually go with a black and white answer. Like, absolutely yes, absolutely no. They're not yeah. willing to look at the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, don't care about the clean. details. I don't care. There's no convincing. There yeah. literally is no convincing. It's just, yeah. like you said, black, white. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like that. You know? Like, uh, we're trying to launch the, I don't know, SpaceX. Right? And, you know, someone says, hey, by the way, for the lunchroom... And he's like, I don't give a shit. He doesn't even answer. Take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Ignorance is bliss. You know why? He's not getting, he's not even going to attach an emotion to it. Yeah. To even make a decision or decipher, to get the water boiling for the decision. He's not, he doesn't care. I'm trying to land a fucking rocket on Mars. I don't care about your lunchroom decision. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just a stupid example, but like still, like I get it. Like for example, another example, um, I'm trying to fix the remote for the TV right now. Okay. And then, um, I don't know. My wife comes up to me and says, Hey, uh, did you check out the trash? I'm just going to ignore it, you know? I get it, <laughs> you know? I get it. Ignore it. Why? Just turn. No, because a person that lives by ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. He's going to, he's not going to do anything. He's not going to think about anything until he's done with that remote. Yeah. It's the very I mean, I black and white decision making. It's, mm-hmm. it's just very, um, I want to keep my heart rate at a, at a, at a resting beat for the rest of the day, <laughs> every day. A constant, yeah, just a constant flow. rate, just a constant sixty-three BPM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always cru- that's why Tom is always cruising, dude. Bro, that that man is always cruising. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know who else needs to cruise though? Who? Everybody that's not listening to the Two AM podcast, that's for sure, dude. Yeah, why don't you that's- cruise? I don't know. Cruise over to our Instagram, yeah, our TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, check us out, guys. We have jokes we have memes we got serious stuff going on i mean look this guy looks like steve jobs over here (sighs) how can you not take him seriously come on this man's about to innovate the game i'm about to innovate this whole entire podcast industry man that's what's gonna happen that's the goal yes sir ah well did you have anything you want to touch up on that's pretty much it it's pretty much it for today huh yeah i hope you guys like the the shorter Versions of the podcast episodes. Yeah, we feel like we've actually noticed that um, everyone has been watching longer duration times mm-hmm. due to shorter episodes. So, yeah, good for us. Good yeah. for you guys, too. <laughs> but uh, you know where to find us, guys. We uh, we have a website, actually, the 2ampodcast.com. Go ahead and check us out. We have a donation button right there. We'd appreciate anything to keep these episodes going. Mm-hmm. We also have a YouTube channel called The 2AM Podcast. Check us out there. Instagram, same thing, The 2AM Podcast. We also have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pod, and many more. Go check us out. Tell everybody. Uh, Thank you again for joining in. And we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. We love you. Peace.